This episode of Radio Techers is brought to you in part by Trip Surfer Vacations. Travel is opening up again, and we know you're ready to go. Trip Surfer Vacations has great all-inclusive packages for your next beach vacation and all the info you need to know about your next trip. So whether you're headed to the Cancun, Cozumel, Cabo, or the Caribbean, Trip Surfer Vacations has you guys covered. We even have partnerships for European adventures as well. So we know you're ready to go. Visit TripSurferVacations.com and let them know that Radio Techers sent you. Y'all have fun out there. Zenny offers prescription glasses starting at $6.95, as well as affordable sunglasses, blue blockers, and more. The best part? Try any frame, anywhere, with our 3D virtual try-on. Visit zenny.com today and change the way you buy glasses forever. This episode of Headlock Talk is brought to you by Austin-based company Naturally Hemp's and their new line of CBD gummies. These gummies are made with 100% baked-in, pharmaceutical-grade, non-isolate-based CBD. What we're talking about here is the entourage effect. The entourage effect refers to the stronger effect you get when combining multiple cannabinoids together, as opposed to just CBD. Full-spectrum CBD, or CBD distillate, tends to be more potent and lasts longer. Unlike some other brands that use a spray-on CBD, Naturally Hemp CBD distillate is baked in, so you know you're getting the full dose with each gummy. I personally use them for all kinds of things, like sleep aid or muscle pain. And did I mention they taste great? They got five flavors. Uh, strawberry, green apple, lemon lime, watermelon, and get this, the orange flavor has vitamin C in it. Ooh. So if this sounds like something you could go for, head over to your nearest Creative Sig vape shop and pick yours up today to see for yourself the difference Naturally Hemp's gummies can make in your life. More than 100% testicular cancer. I just started. The <laughs> <laughs> and redo. I, I, I meant to do that. And that's going to need a lot of possession. Oh, God. Well, it's gonna have to be the beginning now. Because well, we can cut it. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I read some. All right, guys. I read somewhere online that vitamin B12 may be linked to testicular cancer. That's awful. It is awful. And for some unbeknownst, ungodly reason, we decided to start our show with that. <laughs> well, to be fair, I kind of surprised both of y'all by that. What? Well. well um, let's just let everybody know. Do do your own research into this. Um, I don't know for sure. T- talk, I just read things online. Talk to a doctor. Yes. See if Red Bull is right for you. Yeah. Yep. Side effects may or may not include testicular cancer. You know what? What Red Bull doesn't have side effects for? What's that? This episode of Headlock Talk, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Oh snap! Oh snap! <laughs> indeed, that might be the best intro we've ever had. It's it's pretty solid. It's up there. It's up, it's up there for something. <laughs> it's up it's up there with that Roger Goodell one. I really oh, he gave him the stunner. Where I where yeah, Stone Cold gives him the stunner, and then his head falls off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right Good at times. the right at the Super Bowl. Good times. Yeah, it's great. Awesome. Well, ladies and gentlemen, again, welcome to Headlock Talk. My name is Tan. To my left, Mixmaster Producer Extraordinaire, J-Raw. Hey, hey. And to my right here, the one, the only, Mr. Stephen Grudy. Hello, everyone. Well, hello, Stephen. Oh, hello. <laughs> well, uh, what a week it's been. Uh, we've, yeah. we've had superstar shakeups. We've had unexpected debuts. Mm. We've had... Perhaps a CM Punk sighting? Perhaps. Yes. Perhaps. All, all the 
All the evidence points to that, yeah. There's solid evidence. Mm-hmm. But let's get into it, guys. So we'll, we'll, we'll kick off today's episode here with the 10 count, of course. Just 10 minutes of us bantering here. So um, uh, let's talk a little bit about this uh, superstar shakeup here. Yeah. Uh, what did you guys think about uh, the, you know what, what came of the shakeup this year? Thoughts, feelings? I mean, I personally, like every year, I like the shakeup a lot just because, you know, it I think it does do what it's trying to do and make the, both brands a little bit fresher and everything like that. And introduce newer storylines. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's definitely some weird stuff on here, but, oh, yeah. uh, I mean, all in all, I think it's really great. I'm excited to see the Usos on Raw. I mm. think that's going to be awesome. Yeah. Um, they switched the championships. The, the U.S. champion and Intercontinental champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, they switched those, so those are on opposite brands now, so that uh, opens up some more storylines and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I mean, definitely some weird stuff, but all in all, I think it's cool. Yeah? J- yeah. J-Raw? Yeah, I mean, I concur. I, the only thing I would say is, as a traditionalist, I like... Raw having the overall best talent in mm. the women's division, mm. uh, SmackDown has the better talent. Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm not a huge fan of that, but I think in a way it spreads out and makes both shows watchable. Yeah. But um, but you know I'm used to you know SmackDown being a secondary show, whereas now it's you know it's you can't tell which show is a show, which I guess. You know, that's kind of what, you know, Vince is shooting for. Yeah, there. especially with it moving to Fox. You definitely want to have a lot more parity Straight, between yeah. the two brands. Exactly. Yeah. I was yeah. going to say, they, they really needed to make SmackDown look a lot stronger. And yeah. I think that they made progress towards it. I don't think necessarily all the fans are going to be super happy with absolutely everything that, right. that shaked out of here yeah. in this shakeup. Uh, but I think that SmackDown having uh, well, let's let's go over the list r- real quick. So um, I do just want to say real yeah. quick. I, I just noticed this. I am super glad that since Andrade is moving to Raw, yeah. it also switched Rey Mysterio to Raw. Yeah, because that they put on fantastic matches every time they're together. And not to say that they can't have a match if one of them's on Raw and one of them's on SmackDown, but with both of them being on Raw, we're, we're going to get that at some point. So I'm yeah. happy about that. Yeah, I mean, they had some really competitive, awesome matches with each other on SmackDown. I know that you'd made note the other day. You're like, oh, I wonder what a tag team yeah, with, with Ray and Andrade would look like. That would be pretty cool, um, especially if Andrade decided to remask himself. Mm. Maybe, maybe there should be like a hair versus mask match where there's an extra stipulation. If if Ray wins the series, then maybe Andrade not only has to shave his head, but maybe he ends up tagging with Ray and puts the mask back on. Or yeah. you do put them into a tag team with Andrade being remasked. Mm. Have a hair versus mask challenge versus the Usos. Mm. And oh. if the Usos lose, they shave their head. If uh, Andrade Rey Mysterio lose, they unmask themselves. Something I mean, both just, of them have been unmasked before in their career, so it's not that big a deal, but still. Something just came to me, guys. Yeah. Yes. What if down the line we get a Reigns heel turn mm-hmm. in a Reigns versus Kofi storyline? It's possible. It's definitely not off the table, I would say. Uh, going I mean, to SmackDown. They introduced Roman in a very... Uh, uh, what's the polite way to say this? <laughs> Uncompelling way, yeah. I would find. Um, so Reigns was, um, uh, well, so SmackDown, Vince came out and was like, I'm going to give you the biggest 
most awesome SmackDown signing in the history of SmackDown. More beef. And we're like, yes, okay, what's this going to be? People were like, is it Brock? Is it Roman? Is it Conor McGregor? We didn't know. Jesus. Yeah. I don't know if he was going to be there. I don't know if Jesus was going to be necessarily the big signing (laughs) that we're looking for. But... One of the five. Vince goes... One of the five. Perhaps. He was up there in the list. Uh, But uh, Vince goes... (laughs) Vince goes, he's the brightest superstar on the roster. Mm Mm-hmm. Elias! Oh, and he brings out Elias. Oh, and Elias comes down the ring and people were... Nonplussed. Nonplussed. Mm-hmm. Thank you, J-Raw, mm-hmm. uh, by this announcement. And then Roman comes out and he dispatches of Elias and then he super punches Vince right in the face. Okay. So, okay. Uh, so Sounds might, good to me so far. We <laughs> might, yeah, I mean, I think it was well-deserved after the whole hashtag Viking experience thing that we saw on Raw the night before, oh, uh, which we will we get into. about that? No. We're, we're going to get into the Viking experience Uh-oh. later. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, uh, I think they're going to do this whole Vince-Roman dynamic maybe for a while, just like they did the whole Vince versus Kofi dynamic. Yeah. Just like they did the whole Vince versus Daniel Bryan dynamic. Just, Just like, like they, they did, did the whole Vince versus Stone Cold yeah. dynamic. Yeah. yeah. But it works because even in 2019, 20 I mean, plus years later, we still hate our supervisors. Yeah, I mean, it, it works to, to varying <laughs> and degrees. Our boss. You know, uh, definitely not opposed to it. I like <laughs> Vince, uh, but uh, I don't know. Seems like you can come up with something else. After 25 years, but, you know, okay. <laughs> you, you know, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. I will say here, let's, let me go over the listings real quick of who's, go, who's going to Raw. So, uh, the following superstars jumped ship from uh, uh, to Raw from SmackDown. So, we have top of the list, AJ Styles. Big. Yeah, big. Yeah. Miz, who got punched super hard in the head by Shane McMahon and was bleeding on the opening segment of Raw. Oh man! So um, excellent. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, what is it? What did our coach say? Sponsored Sometimes by. To take a real punch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She, uh, an, an actual uh, a punch actually connected. Mm-hmm. Uh, sponsored by Snickers. Um, <laughs> you're we, not you when you're hungry. You're not you. Uh, Ricochet, Alistair Black, Roe and Love Hanson. It. Rowan Hansen. Row and Hansen. War Raiders. The War Raiders. War, 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 <laughs> war. Raiders. Yes. Andrade, Zelina Vega, mm-hmm. Rey Mysterio, Jimmy and Jay Uso. Na- That's big. Yeah. yeah. Big. Naomi, EC3 is staying on Raw. Uh, oh, cool. It's not like he ever left. Oh, cool. So now we, we get more promos with... Uh, him spraying himself with liquids and admiring himself in the mirror. Yeah, you know, he's like uh, he's like Lex Luger all over again uh, mm. at this point, I think. Uh, Lacey Evans, Eric Young, so they broke up Sanity. No. Uh, Cedric Alexander, who, um, in my opinion, is just as talented as Buddy Murphy, so that's a really big get for Raw. I hope that Cedric 
uh, uh, leaps off the page just as much as uh, Mustafa Ali did, mm. and as much as I feel like Buddy Murphy's going yeah, to as well. Sure. And then uh, a big one here. This one's unannounced as of right now, but I can just about confirm it. Samoa Joe will be on Raw. They switched the Intercontinental title. We're mm. going to get that in a second. Um, but yeah, no, they, uh, they're going to bring back Joe. The reason why he has not yet appeared is because he was, I believe, injured or ill a uh, day of Raw. And I know there was a lot of other complications going on that night because of travel issues. Um, but he was not in attendance. Uh, but uh, they would all, they are also aiming to bring him in as part of some kind of major angle, perhaps uh, on a later episode of Raw. So uh, we can just about confirm Smojo will also be switching to Raw. Uh, superstars switching from Raw to SmackDown. Roman Reigns, Intercontinental Champion Finn Balor, Ooh. Elias, uh, Bailey, yep. Ember Moon, Kyrie Sane. Ooh. Those are three huge acquisitions <laughs> for the SmackDown Women's Division. Just Insanely those three names right there. Huge. Yeah, Bailey, yeah. Ember Moon, Ky- and Kyrie Sane. Already stacked group. Mm-hmm. They're very, very stacked. Um, Lars Sullivan. Uh, we thought he was going to be on Raw, and it turns out he's going to be on SmackDown. Uh, Buddy Murphy, Liv Morgan, Chad Gable. So they split up Chad Gable and Bobby Roode. Uh-huh. Uh, Apollo Crews will be going to SmackDown. Mickey James will be going to SmackDown. And then Otis and Tucker, uh, Heavy Machinery. So they will be on uh, mm-hmm. SmackDown. Yeah. Um, so I think uh, with the Fox deal, having Roman Reigns is going to really help. Having Finn Balor should really help too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I would like to see a Finn Balor and um, uh, Finn Balor and Buddy Murphy feud. I think that oh, would be that would be sick. I think that would be really dope. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got really excited because when Andrade came out on Raw and he had a really good match with Finn Balor, I was like, man, this would be. This would be dope. This would be the next level Raw feud that mm-hmm. Raw's needed, and they took it away from me. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like they do. Like they do with it. <laughs> most of the things that I love in my <laughs> wrestling life. Um, yeah. So, yeah, no, but I, I think that SmackDown looks solid enough going forward. Yeah. I like Chad Gable as a singles competitor. I think he would also have a really good feud with Finn Balor. Mm. I really still hope that they pair Kurt Angle with him, because I know Kurt still wants to be involved with the WWE now that he's retired. Yeah. Um, for Raw, I think they're probably going to go with a Samoa Joe and um, Braun Strowman feud over the U.S. title. Ooh, that would be um, nice. That would be dope. Aleister Black and Ricochet seem to be staying together for now. Cool. Um, so that would be cool. Yeah. yeah. And um, also, in my, my mm-hmm. state, I think Samoa Joe working with Braun Strowman can help him develop what I think is a, a final piece he's missing, which is his mic work. Mm. I think Samoa Joe pairing with Strowman, if they do that, that works, that. that angle so, so, will uh, help him. Uh, with Braun Strowman's mic work? Oh, Braun Strowman's mic yep, work. Yep. No, I agree with well, that yeah, for sure. No, Samoa yeah. Joe is a pro. Samoa but, Joe's probably the the best yes. talker that they've yeah. got on Raw yeah. right now, mm. now that Paul Heyman's left. Uh, a uh, true throwback. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, a true throwback. And, uh, you know... Uh, Definitely can play all angles. He can play, but the heel mm-hmm. uh, to Strowman, he'll be able to get him, kind of get, get that that added piece to him. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I definitely agree with that. That looks like a strong thing going forward. I think that they'll also have Ricochet and Aleister Black probably paired off with 
the War Raiders. Yeah. Uh, yes. Probably going forward as well. Uh, they'll probably find a way to get the tag straps off of Ryder and uh, Hawkins sooner rather than later. Yeah. Um, uh, the War Raiders did pin uh, Zack Ryder on Raw, so I think that that's probably going to come up sooner rather than later. On a related note, um, the War Raiders are probably going to drop the NXT tag titles themselves uh, uh, probably in the next episode or two of okay. uh, NXT. They'll, uh, they'll, they're scheduled to face the Street Profits. Um, and, uh, yeah, Street Profits are a good tag team. I think yeah. that they'll probably do very, very well themselves. These guys are intimidating. Yeah. I do have another note about AJ Styles here, mm-hmm. uh, but before we get on to that, let's move on to our next segment, you guys here. Uh, wordplay. You guys remember this from last week, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wordplay looks like Fun a Fun game. So, since we brought up the, the, the Fox deal... Let's let's have a chance of wordplay. Wordplay here is our fill in the blank game. I make a statement or a phrase with a blank, and then we determine what the word should best fit. Uh, so, since we brought up SmackDown uh, and the Fox deal, SmackDown looks blank heading into the Fox deal. SmackDown looks money heading into the Fox deal. Yeah. Okay. You know, you move Reigns over. You've got. Just looking at it, uh, you've got, you know, uh, uh, Finn Balor over. And, you know, those are two professionals that if the casual fan does happen to be turning the channel and see those guys working, they'll definitely be intrigued. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, For me, SmackDown looks super solid heading into the Fox deal. I mean, uh, we talked a little bit about it before in the last segment. The women's division looks fantastic. You have yes. really, really good longtime workers like Bailey and Mickey James uh, who can really hold down that division. And then yes. you have huge stars like Ember Moon and Kyrie Sane who can come out and really put some good work in as well. The future. Um, and then, obviously, you know, you have the IC champion, Finn Balor. We talked a little bit about uh, Chad Gable in the past episodes. He's a really fantastic worker. So, yeah, SmackDown looks super solid yep. heading into the Fox deal. Yep. I agree. I think Roman Reigns being the marquee talent there, I think him switching with AJ Styles, there's a lot more work rate guys now yeah. on, on Raw. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think, I think AJ fits better on Raw, uh, as of right now. And Roman being the bigger star, uh, for WWE, for marketing purposes, um, I think that it works well with, um, you know, him going to SmackDown. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I, I agree. I would, th- I think SmackDown looks, uh, definitely solid. Yeah, solid and, yeah. and uh, money <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, going into the Fox deal before money in the bank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, M- more <laughs> pow 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 pow. Yeah, finger guns all around here. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna hold my hands up. <laughs> and, and hashtag hands up, don't shoot. Hands up, don't shoot. Uh, so Kevin Owens uh, had a big part on SmackDown. Of course, he ate a bunch of pancakes and tagged with uh, uh, the New Day and replaced Big E. Uh, but something just seems a little bit, a little bit weird to me. Mm. So not so right. Kevin's Kevin Owens will blank turn on Kofi. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. Oh. yeah. Oh. Uh, so the only reason I say that is because I think uh, a Kofi Kevin Owens feud would be fantastic. You got two guys that are good on the mic, good on the ring. It's going to be great. 
Um, but specifically because with Kevin Owens, up to his return, they they tried to make him the baby face of all baby faces. You know, most of the promo was him with his family and, and everything like that. So they were really trying to hammer home the whole baby face aspect of Kevin Owens. Um, so I think... Honestly, with them hammering that so hard, I think a heel turn is incoming uh, sooner rather than later. And with him becoming an honorary member of New Day, I mean, what better time to do it than now? Kevin Owens would definitely turn on (laughs) Kofi. (laughs) But again, it's one of those things where even if you know how this movie ends, the movie's so damn good that you're going to watch it and you want to see it. And Kevin Owens' consummate pro... He's going to make that turn so glorious. Yeah. He's going to slam. Maybe, maybe we'll get the severed He's gonna unicorn power head. <laughs> He's going to power bomb. <laughs> oh, please we listen still, to this We road still dog. might get it. Please listen I to really this hope podcast. so. <laughs> but uh, we're definitely going to get a power bomb, pop up power bomb onto a table of pancakes. Or stunner. Or stunner. Or stunner. We're going to get um, something happening yeah. on some pancakes. I will say that Kevin Owens will certainly turn on Kofi Kingston. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Definitely, certainly, hopefully. Hopefully. Is this a good, is this one of those good, <laughs> uh, is this one of those good kind of mid or early season runs where we get kind of, you know, maybe two or three Owens-Kofi matches for the belt? Possibly. Possibly. I, 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 want, I want them to make sure to build up the story enough for it because yeah. they, that's that's the part of it that WWE seems to have a track record of being a little bit lackluster on. Throwing yeah. out the window. Right. Yes. Uh, yeah. They they should make it something that I I feel connected to, right? I would yeah. love to have like maybe a month or two's worth of Kevin Owens teaming with Kofi and Xavier and being a part of the New Day. Yeah. I think that'd be really wacky and ridiculous, but yeah. have him be like a hardcore devotee of the New Day, mm. with walking around with a unicorn horn and everything on his yes. head. That would be awesome. And then the one day where Kevin Owens just snaps and pulls out that severed unicorn's head out of the box. Yeah. Um, you know, and then, What's in the box? Yeah, is it all worth it? Yeah, d- dismantles Xavier and Kofi, yeah. and then the fans just are shocked and they just want Kofi to overcome Kevin Owens. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens. Um, I would love, love, love for them uh, to to continue that feud and make make it uh, make it something worth meaning. Uh, so yeah, that, that's my thoughts on on Kevin Owens and Kofi Kingston. There. Right on. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the man, Becky Lynch. The man. The, the, the man. The champ champ. Becky Two Belts. Becky Two Belts. Yep. Ah, she, she, she goes by many names. Yep. But is Becky Lynch being a dual champion? Becky Lynch being a dual champion is blank for the women's rosters. Bad for the women's rosters. Oh. Uh, expand, considering Vera. your talent is on SmackDown. And, uh, Becky Lynch, she's still on uh, Raw, isn't she? On Raw, I believe. Still, I, th- I believe they last... They haven't really made it clear, but last that I was aware, she was SmackDown officially. Okay. She only challenged Ronda for the Raw Women's title after winning as okay, a SmackDown. Okay. So, so she didn't Royal move Rumbles. over when she... Okay. okay. Perhaps. I don't know. That's up to whatever happens between now and then. So that's that issue with that parody, because right now, usually the predictable thing would be if she takes both belts, she goes over to uh, Raw, mm-hmm. you know, because that's, that's, that's supposed to be the bigger 
product. But I right. guess now it's you know it's a lot more parody. Uh, either way, I feel it's bad because you're either leaving your best wrestler on the strongest roster, or your best wrestler wrestler is on the weakest roster. Yeah. In Raw, you know what I mean. So it's it's either way it's bad because you know we you know we either get super weak storylines on Raw. You know, mm-hmm. if Becky's out over there, mm-hmm. or we'll get you know, um, uh, super we uh, or or SmackDown will outshine Raw, yeah, with no legitimate title fights. Yeah, no, I you know, I so agree with I, think I agree with a lot of your points. For me, I'm going to go with complicated hmm. for the women's Not division, yeah. Yeah. Uh, specifically because um, if they're going to continue with this gimmick of her having both belts, it's bad. Yeah. Uh, specifically because of what you just said, you know, it kind of just leaves people out uh whatever promo you're on. Yeah. If they are to unify this title and have Becky not be on a brand yeah, but move back, yeah. but move back that, between yeah. brands, I will change my I would yeah. change my answer to good for yeah. for the women's division. Yeah. Hmm. But if they are going to continue with this of Becky two belts not unifying the title, keeping both belts, then yeah, it is bad because like you said it it just kind of leaves people out. Yeah. If she's going to be jumping between promotions, cool. Yeah. But it doesn't seem like that's what they're really trying to go for with this. So there was something that uh, this was something that UFC got themselves into caught a little bit in. of a pickle. Yeah, caught so up. So many uh, vacant belt mm. fights. So last uh, Saturday, yeah. vacant belt fight. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So so, so you belt. have a lot of like you have a lot of these like champ champ scenarios where it's like wow that's really cool that guy's a two a two division champ that's crazy right yeah. but it ties up those divisions yeah. so yeah. Um, you know it, that's a bit rough um, I, I would say actually you know what that's a perfect word I love Becky Lynch so don't absolutely don't get me wrong on this folks yeah, here. Yeah. I love Becky Lynch. I'm a huge fan. I've got two of her shirts. I've spent good money on those shirts. <laughs> but Becky Lynch being a dual champ is rough for the women's rosters because yep. it leaves a lot of loose ends there. Yeah, nothing to um, do with her. Nothing yeah. to do with, with her at all. In fact, it's probably best that she is going between both brands because she is the Stone Cold Steve Austin right now. If you go to their website, the first image that pops up is Becky Lynch saying, be the man, yeah. sign mm-hmm. up to our email newsletter, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, uh, it's good that she's able to go back and forth between those brands, but with her having the titles... Um, I mean, you then have Lacey Evans on Raw trying to to, to call out uh, Becky Lynch, and then you also have um, uh, I think it was Ember Moon came out on SmackDown to try and challenge, and then also Bailey tried to come out and challenge, and so it it, it certainly it complicates things for everybody all the way around. Mm-hmm. But I would say at the same time. Um, I think that it's ultimately good for her because she comes yeah. out looking like a fighting champion. Yeah, for sure. So, so I, I just yeah. just thinking the rosters. Absolutely. Like, yeah, <clears throat> well, that, that's what the question was: was yeah. what does it do for the rosters? Right. So, I mean, yeah, I think uh, we'll have to we'll have to wait and see. I do enjoy the story so far, though. Yeah. 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 It's just uh, kind of up in the air how it's going mm-hmm. to play out from now on. Mm-hmm. One of the bigger pieces of news this week here, AEW have signed Dustin Rhodes. Should should we use the Rhodes last name? Is he he using the Rhodes last name? I don't believe so, no. So, (laughs) let me reframe then. AEW signing Dustin. Dustin, yeah. Dustin. Don't call him Rhodes. 
is a blank move for AEW. This is a power move, is what this is. Huge power move. Um, signing Dustin, Dustin Rhodes, like, right in the middle of him being injured and, and maybe possibly coming back to WWE, signing him right underneath their nose, uh, putting him up against Cody, who has had his own, uh, yeah. Well, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, disagreements with WWE over the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is AEW saying, like, hey, we're here. Yeah. We just took Definitely a big putting, piece of talent yeah. from you. Definitely putting them on notice. Yeah. Putting them on notice. So, big power move. I want to say, I'm going to go uh, a different angle here because I agree it's a power move. Mm. I want to go with it's a fitting move. Mm-hmm. I mean, because how, how much more work does Dustin have left? Right. And he, just like his brother, gets to get off of the gold dust, stardust, <laughs> nonsense. Yeah. It was cool at first. I mean, gold dust too long. You know what I mean? But he gets to actually go out in his way. You know what I mean? Eventually. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much time he has it's you know, a, left working. That's, that's what but he gets to do a serious storyline. Right. You know what I mean? Away from gold dust and gets to just be sort of remembered in a fitting way, yep. you know what I mean, by, you know, us fans who, you know, grew up on him and really want to see him kind of come out in a more serious, you know, booking of his own. For sure. You know, yeah. you know? Well, And that's exactly what they were saying in yeah. the promo video was that this is, you know, is this his last ride kind of making yeah. a knock on the shield a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, is this, um, uh, you know, uh, this is him going out on his own terms you know this these kind of dynamics here. Um, I think ultimately, no matter what happens, uh, AEW signing Dustin Rhodes is a smart move. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. not only and is it bridging the two together, mm-hmm. fitting yeah. and powerful, right? And, and it's and it's brilliant that they that they signed him when they did because he still got enough left in the tank to where oh, he can so have good feuds. Whether it's with Cody, his brother, whether it's you know with somebody you could even. I mean, maybe I'm reaching here, but if I if I fantasy book it, I'm sure I could find you a path where for one actual time in Dustin's career, he wins the big one. Mm. Right before he leaves, you know, right before he leaves wrestling forever, he finally wins the heavyweight championship, and then he can... You know, check that last box off. Yeah, you know yeah. of his career. You know, so not only, that's a smart move that you can make. You can tell a really good story with this being a comeback for him. Yeah. But when he actually steps out of the ring, you have someone with a vast <laughs> amount of knowledge yeah. and experience who can lead a locker room, who can write, who can Immediate be a coach, writer. who can be somebody, who can be there for the talent Immediate. at Absolutely. all times. Yeah, you know. So I don't see Dustin going anywhere. I think this is no. where he's going to stay for. Yeah. Uh, for good. Yeah. Family business. Completely agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's talk a little bit about one of my favorite guys, another AEW talent here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, uh, one of, uh, one of the key members of one of my favorite promotions, probably the, the guy on the Mount Rushmore of Progress Wrestling, Jimmy Havoc will have his last match in progress here, probably within the next month. Uh, so, um, there's been a lot of moments for Jimmy in, uh, progress wrestling. I know Steven, you're familiar with him. J-Raw, you looked him up just I've a little bit familiar. ago. You're, you're getting familiar with yep. Jimmy. Yep. Um, so Jimmy Havoc's last match in progress will be 
blank. Let me take this one, guys. Hold on. Hold okay. On. And 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 bonus here if you if you can predict who his last opponent will be. Oh, I take I this see. progress wrestling. Oh, he's got. You hear that? J, J- Ross got a. That's that's my money. J Ross got a. <laughs> that's fiber. my money. He's a got fiber. He's got, I got a, some twenty years in here. He's, he's, that's my money. He's got old Abe. And that's I my think, money. Old think, Abe and some, some Andrew, other. I think that's Andrew uh, Jackson guy. But uh, listen, this progress will be this this match will be epic. And progress wrestling. That was my money. Yeah. Where is it going to be? I've seen this yep. guy. I want to see this guy. Yeah. This is going to be epic. Yeah. I got to see it. Progress Wrestling, that's my money. Okay. <laughs> Tell me why I need to send it. So, so, so AEW, make sure to send J-Raw your details so he <laughs> details. can send you your money. There it is. <laughs> yes, my money to you. It's already yours. <laughs> Here, I'll, I'll, Hit me up. I'll, I'll send you the link to Demand Progress, okay? You, you can sign up. Yes. It's, it's only like 7 bucks a month, I promise. Hey, I think hey. J-Raw's a Havoc fan. I think, hey, yeah. yes. I'm going to buy J-Raw's Die Havoc Die shirt. Yes. Yeah. So, yes. Uh, d- does this fill-in-the-blank have to be one word? No, absolutely not. Okay. That's part of the game. Okay, it's going to be like a sentence. You can do it. Uh, okay. Jimmy Havoc's last match of progress will be big for Jimmy and big for progress. Uh, specifically mm. because with AEW coming in with the massive amount of money they have, the massive amount of want to market and promo their wrestlers and their business and everything, uh, it's going to be big for Jimmy because he's moving over to this big promotion. But it's also going to be big for Progress because now it's like, oh, they just signed Jimmy Havoc. I don't know this guy, <sighs> but he's supposed to be a huge guy in AEW. Let me go back at, in the, the archives of Progress and kind of get to know Jimmy, you yeah. know? So it's going to be big for both of them. Uh, just a really good acquisition from AEW, or for AEW, yeah. I should say. And you see a guy like that on TBS? Mm-hmm. A casual fan sees that on TBS? Vince McMahon. Yeah. Notice. Yeah. So um, I'm going to go with <laughs> Jimmy Havoc's last match in progress will be violent. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Epic violence. Jimmy is for me the the last king of the death matches. He I've seen him do some absolutely insane things. Things that I would never wish upon another person. Um, you know, so I I believe that this match he'll want to go out with a real bang. Um, it's going to be brutal. It's going to be epic. It's going to be just really hard to watch at times, I'm mm. sure. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, if it's anything like some of the matches, um, that, he, that I've seen him do, especially there was one that he had with Will Ospreay. And if you're fans of progress, you'll know that's the, that has been the, the, the story that made progress was Will mm. Ospreay versus Jimmy Havoc. Nice. Mm. Um, uh, they, they, they settled yeah. they settled their the end of their feud in a two out of three falls death match um, that was about 50 minutes long it uh, it it did everything it was the most brutal of hardcore matches that I've I've seen in a long long time so yes this one uh, will, will be violent it will not be for the faint of heart yeah no, no. Uh, any, any any guesses as to who Jimmy havoc's last opponent will be? I mean, I can. I'll tell you mine. Right. I think it would only be fitting if it was Will Ospreay. That's I mean, what I was, I was just going to say. That's that, what I was going to ask. Is he working independently 
to be able to come and do a, a progress match. So yeah. He was on, yeah. Okay. I'm sure he can make a flight from Japan. Japan. Yeah. I don't think it would be a problem. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. New Japan's let him do a lot of things here. I mean, he, up until last month, he was, Will Ospreay was tag team champions uh, in progress with another guy, Paul Robinson. Mm. Um, so, um, yeah. I, I mean, I think it would definitely be fitting if it was. Um, uh, Will Ospreay, or you could make it be Volter. Oh, snap. Mm. Volter uh, uh, versus Jimmy Havoc in a death match. That would be dope. One last shot at the title for Jimmy. Would uh, WWE allow that? I, I mean, well, Volter's progress champion. I, mean, I don't think that... Uh, progress is like a meeting ground for a lot of these guys, because yeah. you've got Jimmy, who's like AEW. You've got Will Ospreay, who's in New Japan. You've got Volter, who's in NXT UK. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you've got it's a it's a yeah. mix up. I mean, WWE is yeah. just usually known for uh, acquiring and holding down talent. So not holding down, but no. uh, keeping them close to well, their chest. Well, tri- yeah. tri- Triple H has a really good working relationship with the guys who run Progress, right so I don't believe there would be any kind of uh, issue with that. Okay. Um, you know, especially because I mean, Triple H is NXT UK. I mean, that's. He's picked up a lot of guys from Progress. I'm yeah. sure he wouldn't mind being like, "Hey, you know, it's okay. the other way a little bit." Yeah, yeah it's right fine, on. you know. Uh, but yeah, no, Volter uh, NXT UK champion. Yeah, that'll be exciting. I yep. think. You know, so we'll we'll have to wait and see what happens with him. I've got a few ideas of maybe what happens with Volter and Progress in the future. Um, so that concludes our uh, our wordplay, uh, wordplay yeah. segment here. I want to talk about somebody who switched from Raw or from SmackDown to Raw, and another guy who switched from Raw to SmackDown. Uh, so we're going to call this segment here "Fantasy Book It," you know, because we we had a lot of success and a lot of great feedback about the, our Fantasy Warfare 2018 mm-hmm. tournament. I'm not ready to give up on fantasy booking stuff. I don't <laughs> think you are yet. Either. No, you guys are no? no. Okay, cool. Well. Let's have some fun here. AJ Styles just moved to Raw. Yeah. So between now and SummerSlam, what would you do with AJ Styles? I, I don't know if necessarily I'm going to kind of expand it a bit. Uh, uh, I don't man, I know if one. I necessarily... SummerSlam is the big, uh, the next like big, big one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, this could be a SummerSlam. This could be a Royal Rumble. This could be a, a WrestleMania. But... I would like to see Styles Rollins at some point. Yeah. I, that's that's where I'm going with my booking. Uh, yeah. It doesn't even need to be an ultra-long angle. Um, I think both could work as the heel. Both could work as the face. Um, don't doesn't matter which is which. I just want to see a Styles Rollins matchup. I, I think they could even both work as face. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. So mine. Yeah. Tanner, don't crucify me for this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How cool would it be? Okay. For AJ, <laughs> so a feud, okay? AJ okay. Styles face. Okay. John Cena heel. Go on. Okay. Play, playing the character I'm that... Listening. His old character uh, that he did at WrestleMania. I'm holding on to this. I still want to see that from John Cena. And I think AJ Styles has the mic work and the ring work to get that out of John Cena. And this well. is a fantasy booking, right? It's so fantasy. we're not looking exactly. at the fact that... Exactly. Yeah, okay. So, so, walk, so walk me through it. Movie engagements and stuff. Yeah, walk me through it. How do we get to AJ Styles versus John Cena? 
at SummerSlam. So this just popped into my head. I don't have oh, a lot of backstory. Oh, okay. It, it's kind of just a... a it's, uh, it's, it's where it's you a want, want it to be. It's a okay. want. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I could see it. I, I could mean, see it, yeah. You know, uh, John Cena freestyling to AJ Styles' beat. It is a hip-hop beat. Like oh, a yeah. Beat. Yeah. Uh, you know, something like that. You know, uh, in battle rap fashion. I could see it. They do have unfinished business. Uh, or at least a long history with each other. They've had some good matches. And one thing I'll say is, um, to to your booking point, mm. uh, Cena using raps as a heel would work because the man can actually rap. Yeah, yeah. No, and yeah. that there's a difference between sounding like a rapper and pretending to be one, and being an actual rapper. Being a rapper, yeah. So yeah. he could actually turn a crowd. With his bars, yeah, you know, so that would be nice to see. A definitely a fantasy booking there. Mm-hmm. I would love to see that. Yeah, I I've thought about this all week, and I, I mean, I'm not trying to copycat you here, J. <laughs> but um, I do like the idea of Seth Rollins uh, and AJ Styles having a, a match at SummerSlam. Now, yeah. I mean, you could do this whole thing where. You know, uh, AJ's had a lot of respect for Rollins and, you know, blah, blah, blah. They tagged together on Raw, which is nice. Maybe they do a thing where they each have each other's backs on things here. AJ comes down to the ring whenever, whenever Seth is outnumbered. Because remember, Seth no longer has Roman, and nor does he have Dean Ambrose. Yeah. So Seth's all alone on Raw. But he and AJ have always had respect for each other. So you do this thing here where Seth, you know, he, you know, maybe he's in trouble in some some spots. You know, AJ makes the save. AJ's in trouble in some spots. Seth makes the save. But you have a number one contenders match. You get AJ in with the pinfall. Uh, let's just say he pins. Oh, I don't know. EC three. <laughs> I don't know. Pick, pick, take your pick. AJ Penn three would be in that match. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> EC three gets red hot right up to SummerSlam. No, yeah, totally. uh, no, but yeah, yeah. You, you, AJ Styles wins the number one contendership. Just build a classic feud there. Have AJ be like, look, I respect you, but I was the man on SmackDown. I'm going to take your title, Seth. You know, it's like I'm defending champ. You know, I'm going to take on all comers. You know, I'm going to beat you. It would be a 30 minute epic. I hope. Um, and uh, probably the way that WWE would do it is they'd have Drew McIntyre win the men's money in the bank and the cash in and ruin the whole thing. Yep. So that's that's Sounds probably how right. that's probably how I'd see it. And then you'd have Seth Rollins versus AJ versus Drew McIntyre at Survivor Series or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just I how that. I would see it. I yeah. can see that. I can see that. Ah, uh, for Reigns. Yeah, Roman Reigns to SmackDown. What would you guys want to do with Roman Reigns now that he's on SmackDown? I'm going pure uh, fantasy here. This mm. is this is pure fantasy. Uh-huh. Uh, going Reigns and Cruz storyline. Mm. Paul Cruz, just because Roman Reigns, one of the things, this wasn't an angle. This was a, a real thing he talked about, uh-huh. um, you know, just in interviews. You know, during the the booze period when he was getting booed for about yeah, you know, I don't know, two and a half, <laughs> three years, yeah, <laughs> uh, for no reason. You know, he's not in control of booking fans, yeah. but uh, you know, just because of bad booking, um, at the Royal Rumble, one thing he talked about was he put so many guys over. 
his matches and his work was epic. And yeah. it was. And I think he's a he's a perfect type to put Cruz over. I could see from a fantasy perspective him getting the Intercontinental title, you know, and how he used to come out and offer title fights at the beginning of every match. Yeah. And Cruz comes out and beats him. I just think uh I don't want Apollo Cruz to get lost in the sauce because his ring work is really good. Um, don't know too much about his mic work. It's kind of been, to me, spotty. But Roman Reigns is the kind of guy that could put him over in a match. Elevate him. Okay. Yeah. So that's, I'm yeah. going pure fantasy there. That'd but, be cool. Yeah. That would be something interesting. Uh, Steve? Give me one second. Um, I got something for him. Okay. Oh, you, guys, you got some ideas? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll go for Steven. Um... You know what? Uh, with this whole Vince McMahon being, being Superman punched on SmackDown, I'm going to say that you take Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. and Roman's like, yeah, I'm the big dog. SmackDown's my yard. You know, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah. you know, you have you have Roman Reigns. He's competing there, and Vince, is, Vince comes out, and he's like, I didn't forget. I'm sorry. <clears throat> I didn't forget what you did to me, Roman. <laughs> and, he, and and Roman's like, but I'm the big dog. It's my yard. And Vince is like, I don't care about your yard. Yeah, and this is like, my yard. This is my yard. I'm I'm the big dog, and I'm gonna give you something that you'll never forget. And then he sends out Lars Sullivan, and Lars Sullivan dismantles Roman Reigns. Oh. And you and you play this thing here where it's like, oh. Well, Roman came back against Drew McIntyre. Roman's come back against Braun Strowman. Roman's come back against Brock Lesnar. Yeah, it's fine. You know, it's great. Whatever. You know, yeah, Roman's going to find a way. Right? Yeah. And then he loses to Lars Sullivan at SummerSlam. Mm. And then he loses again on SmackDown. And Lars Sullivan just beats the living tar out of him each mm. and every time. You get Lars Sullivan really over. Yeah. And... Yeah, you make Lars Sullivan into a monster. Yep. And you continue to solidify Roman Reigns as a face. Mm. Which I think yes. at this point, anything to keep... If you're going to go to face angle, and that's what writers, the writers have been wanting to do, have been pushing, yep. you know, that will keep him over as a face. And yep. again, a, he's one of the best at getting people over. A, 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 yeah. a good, yeah. desperate baby face. Somebody yeah. who the yes. fans can be like, oh man, like... Roman got demolished. Yeah, like, no, it's a good point because that—that's what I was trying to do with my fantasy book. It was keep him face yeah. because it's been a long road to getting him to face. <laughs> yes. we're, we're here now. Yes. Let's try to hold Let's on to it hold hold as long as that. possible. Yes. Um, my first instinct was actually Lars Sullivan. But, oh, I'm sorry. Steven. No, you're good. But <laughs> now I'm thinking it would be kind of cool to do a angle with Roman Reigns and Randy Orton. And maybe Ooh. do some kind of like old school, new school thing yeah. where Roman Reigns comes in, you know, SmackDown's my yard now. Orton comes out, he's like, SmackDown has been my yard for the past 10 years. Yep. Uh, everything like that. And obviously have uh, Roman Reigns be the face. Orton plays one of the best heels in the industry, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, so honestly, that storyline writes itself. Yeah. I don't think I can remember a Roman Reigns Randy Orton match either. No. No. No? No. That'd be a good one. Yeah. So I, I think that'd be really cool, and, and it would be, uh, it wouldn't be hard to book. No. But let me say that. No, yeah. no. Not at all. I think, yeah, it'd be pretty straightforward, pretty mm-hmm. easy. Yeah, absolutely. Well, guys, I think we fantasy booked AJ Styles and Randy Orton. Yeah. So we'll, let us know what you think. If we're right, we're wrong, let's keep watching SmackDown Raw and see what develops here. Yeah. Sure. 
Until then, since we talked about face turns and heel turns. Oh, you mean fantasy book Reigns Norton. Did you what did you say? You said Styles Norton or Reigns Norton? So, uh, well, Styles on Raw and Reigns on uh, oh, Reigns yeah, on SmackDown, okay, okay. right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so uh, since uh, since Stephen was talking about face turns and heel turns, Uh-oh. let's play our uh, fun game here: face turn heel turn. All right. So again, this is kind of like buy or sell or good cop bad cop. Yep. We'll say a subject. And if we can decide whether or not it's face turn worthy, oh, where, where, you, where you love it, or heel today. turn worthy, where you hate it. I'm ready for today. The, the first one here, I think it's pretty obvious. Face turn, heel turn. Yes, it is. The Viking experience. Who wants to go first? We're all going to have the same answer. <laughs> <laughs> first, who wants first deal? All right. All right, I'll, I'll take first dibs. Uh, the Viking experience, probably the biggest heel turn I could possibly fit into words, okay? Look, this is dumb. This is dumb. And if you hear, if you understand the rational as to why it was the way it was, it makes it even worse. Yeah. And Road Dog gave us no explanation. True. We yep. we got into it with Road Dog on Twitter. Road Dog was like, "Well, if you give it like three, like a month or three months, they're gonna, you know, be always known as the Viking Experience to more people than whoever knew them as the War Raiders." And it's like that's not the point at Except all. Except for the people who saw them in epic matches as War Raiders and War Chants and just yeah, yeah, yeah. all of the right. people. The the the. Who Saw them fight. The audience already knows them as the War Raiders, yeah. right? Yeah. That they, I watched NXT this week after Raw, and there was a segment where the Street Profits came uh, to you know to William Regal's office. They wanted an opportunity, and then guess who walked out of the of William Regal's office? The War Raiders, Hanson and Rowe. And you know what they were wearing? War Raiders shirts. This was after Raw when they were now being labeled as the Viking Experience. This yeah. makes no sense at all. Yeah. None, bro, no. dog. Okay. You're 100%. wrong. I mean, is there is there a a a bigger term than heel turn that I can use? Because this is dumb, 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 dumb. That there is literally not even one piece of a reason for this. Yeah. It like you said, people know them as War Raiders already. Right. Like you can say, oh, NXT's not that not as big of a brand as Raw and SmackDown. That doesn't matter. Right. We know them as War Raiders. They've had insane matches as War Raiders. So let, let me let me spin it to you this way too. Um if you look at the Nielsen ratings, right? The 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 metrics for which we determine what TV viewership is. Mm. Yeah. Raw has about, on average, a quarter or or more fewer people watching it now than there were even a year ago. Even a year ago. Yeah. So what this tells me, and what this should tell Road Dog, is that your audience is getting smaller and the only people who continue to watch your show are the ones who actually care enough about WWE to be bought into WWE Network and yeah. to watch shows like NXT and TakeOver. We mm-hmm. already know who they are. Yes. Yeah. Right? What's even worse for me is the individual name changes. Yeah. Right? Like, 
like, okay, cool. You called them the 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 Viking experience. Fine. All right, that's dumb, but fine. Yeah. But then you changed Roe and Hansen to Ivar and Eric. Hansen and Roe already fits. Right. Like, if you okay, it's dumb for you to change the name. But if you're gonna change the name, the tag name to yeah. the Viking experience, mm-hmm. there's no reason to change their names. No. Right. Like they're they're no. singles names. You're no. just confusing your audience. Exactly. And it, it's the, just confusing. On the record, obviously, here I'm a heel turn. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, we're all heel turn here. It, it's just, it's just one of those things where um, I think I, I don't know if I can speak for you guys on this, Go but ahead. I think we're all in agreement here. That I, I think the main reason this is such something to be up in arms about is, um, you know, WWE is is to me working on borrowed time here. You don't don't really have a chance to rebrand yep. a group that already has great branding. 100%. Right, right. Yep. And why did? And speaking of that, why did you print out War Raiders T-shirts? And then go and change their names. You yeah. know, one yeah. thing I'll say, and again, this is this is slightly off topic, but it, it pertains. Uh, consistency is why yeah. AEW, New Japan, Ring of Honor are nipping on the heels of WWE. Even they NXT. They create a brand, and they're consistent. And even NXT. Even NXT is more consistency. Yeah. Consistency. You find something that works, you, you keep doing it, and it becomes great. It becomes epic, then it becomes legendary. Macho Man Randy Savage didn't all all of a sudden become shiny glistening man. <laughs> he didn't just turn into that, mm. you know, after his right. battle with Hulk Hogan. Right. After his match with Hulk Hogan, they didn't just come out right. and call right. him right. the hair. Right. When, when when Authors of Pain went from <laughs> NXT to Raw, they called him AOP, but they didn't rebrand Occam and Razor into Alfonso and Rodrigo. <laughs> no. That didn't happen. No. You know. No. Uh, you know what's even crazier? About Two or three weeks ago, I, I want to say it was probably two weeks ago, it was very recent, WWE on their own website had a job posting for what was called a continuity editor. Someone <laughs> whose actual job Irony. was to make sure that the product had continuity in its scripting. Talk about confusing coincidence for irony. Good lord. So, um, good lord. I, I, I think I speak for all of us when we hope and pray that you change your minds. Yes. And that you go back on this and be like, we're not the Viking experience. We're the war raiders. Hanson and Roe. What, what kind of, what does that say? About the state of the writing team, that they feel they need to hire a continuity that, editor. Th- that they're all afraid of a seventy-year-old man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're all afraid of this frail old man who writes the show. Hire some, hire some new kid out of college. Yeah, <laughs> to take the heat for what they should already be doing. Mm-hmm. I just don't know, man. Yeah. And 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 what what what's upsetting most is like I really wish and I really hope that maybe someday soon. Shane and Steph and Triple H just tell them, hey, listen, we have to we have to bounce back more with you on this, Vince, because the the decisions you're making, the situations that you're putting the product in, yeah, they they make no sense, and you're turning off viewership. It's not. I mean, this is this is a potentially. uh, It's one of those things, right? Like when you watch sports, you know, you saw LeBron James at 18. You were like Hall of Famer. So mm-hmm. his first game, he puts up about thirty six points. Yeah. yeah, you look at 
um, War Raiders, and you think Hall of Fame. I completely yeah. agree. Yeah. And, and they're going to go in as the Vikings. Yes, yeah. no, it, just, it was a huge, excellent. it was a Sorry. huge opportunity to bring in just one excellent. of the most electric tag team acts on their brand at all. Yeah, yeah, uh, and it, and you, uh, cool, you still have them there. Like yeah. It, it's, yeah. they're still the same people. They still have the same athleticism. But you named them after a Disney ride. <laughs> pretty much, you know. Yeah, pretty it, much. It's just you. You basically just said screw it and, and threw out all of the. Everything that they've done, you know. Well, and and I, I, I don't want to attribute this to Mick Foley because I don't know if he actually said these words, but I know I saw it a lot online where it was like, "Well, Vince doesn't like the word war, or it's going to upset the sponsorship because you have the word war in the name." But that's not the case. Everyone who has reported this and had boots on the ground to get actual answers about why they changed the name just said Vince didn't like the name. Period. Vince does just, Vince watch yeah. NXT? No, he doesn't. No, absolutely not. He like, does he not. intentionally he, avoid his own product? He's got he's got too many things going on to to watch extra things. Right? He needs to have someone watch NXT for him and like tell him. Well, that's, that's, <laughs> he needs to hire someone. That's a, that's what the next position WWE needs to have is NXT watcher. That, that, that's what I. That's what I. <laughs> And that's what I feel like. Viewer for Vince. That's what I feel like. Triple H's job, part of his job, should be is is a liaison between NXT and WWE to say, "Hey, Vince, here's Rowan Hansen. Yeah, Row and Hansen, the War, the War Raiders. Yeah, this is what they do. They're just two bad dudes who smash the crap out of people." So that's how you should book them. Yeah, don't change anything about them. Just, just here's your guys. And right with it. Don't go off and just be like, hey, yeah, I'm going to rebrand them and you're going to be the Viking experience. Well, it's also kind of weird because, like, if you take a look at uh, the War Raiders, the War Raiders in ring talent and uh, the the kind of spots that they do, like their big spots yeah. are very athletic yes. and, and yeah. very agile. Huge. And when you think of Vikings... You don't necessarily think of people who are doing somersaults and cartwheels and stuff like yeah. that, but War Raiders do that. Yeah. So the Viking experience, one, bad name, but two, it's not even accurate. He pro- <laughs> he probably saw the takeover entrances that they've had he recently. He probably saw the entrance and, that's and, and was like, oh, yeah. they're, they're, they've got Vikings. Oh, they're Vikings. They're Vikings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and they're getting some experience. So, the Viking experience. <laughs> So, so we've tangented on about the Viking experience for 10 minutes. I yeah. think we've got about as much of it out of our system as yes. possible here. Yeah. Yeah. So let's continue on with face turn, heel turn. I think we were all unanimous. The Viking experience sucks. Yeah. All heel turns. War Raiders. Fantastic. War Raiders, great. Yep. Please come back. Yes. We need the War Raiders. Uh, tonight... And this was just a weird decision. Uh, yeah. Uh, the Shield will have their final match on WWE Network. It actually has the same start time as uh, the Game of Thrones final season episode two. So, oh. uh, great, good idea. Great decision making there, guys. <laughs> um, your, the viewership for instant watching is going to be oh, abysmal. God, abysmal. Yeah. Abysmal. Yeah. yeah. Um, but not to be on the on the downside here, we got to yeah. lift the show back up out yeah. of the war Viking experience. Well, no, I'm, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, face, face turn, heel turn. The Shield's yeah. final match on WWE Network is must watch. Well, I'll, I'll go ahead. I, yeah. I, I'm I'm 
a face turn here. Yep, face honestly. turn. Because what could get me to, which I've already DVR'd, uh, not watch <laughs> the uh, the the episode, uh, tonight's episode of Game of Thrones? Right. It would be this. I, I didn't think you had time travel powers, the shields, but yeah. Uh, right? <laughs> the, the, the Shields uh, final match is something that I would want to see um, over a live episode of Game of Thrones, which I could DVR. Yeah. Because this, these guys just work. We forget. It's easy to forget the work these guys did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they would take, they, they, I mean, you know, a lot of times in wrestling to make it work, you have to think of spacing and you have to make sure that, hey, you know, you know, everything's in the middle of the ring. These guys would just look at the entire stadium and say, all right, mm-hmm. what would the spacing be like over there? And they, I don't even know how they practiced half the things they did mm-hmm. in ring as a group. I mean, they worked the entire stadium. They would yeah. literally go to, I remember one spot they had where Roman Reigns, they held the guy up and he jumped off um, the ramp, the, uh, the, mm. the, uh, the, you know, the ramp when you're coming into, you know, your seating, yeah. he jumped off that little tunnel area. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's something that I would want to see, and um, and I definitely think it's must watch. So I'm a face yeah. turn there. Um, you know, Game of Thrones on inversely is about the only thing that I would you know not watch this match <laughs> over. Yeah. So it's it's a it's a flip, but I think it's something that can compete with. Yeah, no, for uh, sure. A, a um, live episode of Game of Thrones. Yeah, no, with this one, uh, I'm definitely going face turn on this. This definitely is a must watch. Um, even if you're not like a huge fan of the shield, which I personally really like the shield, yeah. um, the the shield is one of the biggest acts coming from WWE in the past ten years. Yeah, you know they they are huge. They like you said, the work that these guys have put in over the years has been phenomenal, and uh, these guys are huge. And, yeah. and this is going to be their last match, uh, yeah. period. Yeah. So even if even if you're not the biggest fan of the shield, this is a big moment. Yeah. yeah, this is a very big moment. So I, I'm going face turn. Definitely a must watch. Um, and me being a big fan of the Shield, I'm gonna love it. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I would say even for the historical significance, this is a must must watch show. So yeah, face turn on this one here. Um, I will not be watching it live because by the time my wife gets home, it's gonna be Game of Thrones time. No, yeah. Right? I am yeah, also yeah. watching uh, Game of Thrones over this, but I will be watching it for sure. Yeah. So it will be must watch for I'm sure. I'm on the fence. I may, I may go in between. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. But I, I definitely think that um, this is a good, um, just a good, feel good moment. Yeah. I, I, I guess, yeah. you know, right? It's like, okay, well, if this is actually Dean Ambrose's last match with WWE, you should watch it. Yeah. Who do they have? And, um, I think this is literally probably just an hour long special where they will have a Finn Balor match where he defends the IC title, mm-hmm. and then a Shield match where I'm guessing they face McIntyre, Lashley, and Corbin again. Yeah. That's going to be yeah. awesome. I, 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 I would imagine that that's probably the direction that they'll go. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, that is what it is. Um, you know, so. I would. I'm gonna check it out. Probably again, not live, but uh, after Game of Thrones is over, I'll, I'll switch it back on. No, yeah. no problems. Mm-hmm. No problems. Um, let 
me see here. So, Shield final match. Oh, here's a good one. So, I think we touched on this a little bit last week. I mm. don't know if we covered it all completely. but um, So, Sasha Banks is kind of out in the wind right now. They kind of gave her some time off to just go and relax and, you know, uh, just take a break and decide whether or not she still wants to do WWE or not. Yeah. Um, so, with that said, face turn, heel turn. Sasha Banks will return at Money in the Bank and win the Women's Money in the Bank briefcase. Face turn, uh, heel turn. I'm a heel turn here just just for, you know, there's one of those situations where reality will set in. Um, I, I think WWE, from what it looks like, it's a great company to work for. I think they're respecting her space. But they, it's one of those things where you've done someone wrong way too many times. It mm. could have just been the timing of the booking. Yeah. Mm. You know, we've chronicled... And covered, you know, nearly all of our episodes, you know, talk about, have a sim- similar theme, poor booking by WWE. So it could be in poor timing mixed with the already poor booking. Mm-hmm. But I just think, uh, you know, it's it's for her, if I was her personally, it would be time to move on. Yeah. Um, I honestly, you know, want to see, this is my personal fantasy book, it, I want to see her and Cody Rhodes' wife in a feud. Mm. I oh, okay. want to see that. You know, I think she'll make more money in AEW, be more appreciated, and I just, I think that would be great work. For sure, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go face turn on this, uh, just because, you know, as you said, Sasha Banks is kind of up in the air on whether she will be staying with WWE or not. Uh, however, if she does decide to to stick it out this for, the, for a little bit longer, this yeah. is what yeah. would need to happen to yeah. keep her happy. Uh, you know, not saying Sasha Banks is, you know... Uh, being unreasonable in, yeah. in any way. I, I totally understand her frustrations, but in the end, if she does decide to stay, this would be the perfect way to be like, hey, Sasha, you're still big. We want to show you you're big. Uh, show the fans that you're big, everything like that. This would be the way to do it. So I'll go face turn on this. And that's uh, that's Brandy Rhodes, uh, Cody Rhodes' wife. I yeah, see Brandy. Sasha and Brandy. She's, the, she's AEW's chief Brandy officer. More gunshots, more and now, gunshots. Now, and, 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 now, and now a drum's rolling through. Uh, man, um, I'm, I'm gonna go face turn here on this as well. Um, I feel like Vince has this mentality of like, uh, like he wants the things that he can't have. So if you like. So if you try and step away, he's going to try even harder to get you to come back or to yeah. get you to stay, yeah. right? Yeah. But in a fantasy booking sense here, I think it would be absolutely lovely if she was to win the Money in the Bank briefcase and then go on and face Becky Lynch at SummerSlam. So are we saying a thing of, you know, kind of plays out like this? They're all wrestling and about maybe a third of the way into the match. Her music plays. No, I think she I pops think up. I think that she like they she they just, just they just do like they just do like hey here's five women for the money of the bank briefcase and a mystery opponent and okay. then and then Sasha Banks mm-hmm. she's the last one to come in she okay. she tears down the house because that's that that's what she that's does what Sasha Banks that's yeah. Sasha yeah. Banks uh-huh. and she wins money in the bank and then she turns heel and has an awesome feud with Becky Lynch over the Raw Women's uh, Championship. Okay. So that's what I'm going with here for if we're booking towards SummerSlam. And it's coming up faster than, you know, than we know. So mm-hmm. um, I think that would be really good long term booking there. Um, let me see here. One thing I'll say. Yeah. But if I'm her and that happens. Yeah. And I win, 
and I don't defend the title at least once, I'm going to AEW. Oh, that yeah. would be my last straw. Oh, yeah. I yeah. think the last yeah. straw has already come, yeah. but that that would be my last straw. That would be my, right. I'm going to see if you change. Oh, you have it? I'm gone. I still believe the eventuality would be that she goes to AEW because I think she has her heart set on it more now. Mm. Uh, but... I, like I said, I think that um, I think that that would be a smart way for WWE to book her. I'm also turning face again because we really don't know what her contract looks like. WWE, she might be asking for her release, but WWE in no way, shape, or form has to feel obligated to release her just mm-hmm. because she asks for it. That's what her contract is. You right. know, she has to adhere to that contract, um, or at least you know, f- sit out whatever the remaining amount of time is until it is expired. Um, AEW Double or Nothing uh, will be on um, May 25th uh, and um, oh I'm sorry I did um, we can do this one yeah. first oh, just a cheap plug here I guess AEW okay. Double or Nothing will be on May 25th yeah. um, uh, okay. before we talk about AEW though Johnny Gargano's feud with Undisputed Era in NXT is what NXT needed face so, turn heel turn my so my problem with the way this is worded uh, is that NXT doesn't need anything say. right that's now. Okay. So I guess I would go heel turn okay. on this. Uh, this feud's fantastic, and, and yeah. they're they're doing great. Yeah. But I don't like the wording that this is what NXT needed, because NXT is not struggling. They are the best wrestling promotion out there right now. Yeah. Wow. So... I mean, big, big props from Steven here to yeah, NXT. No, I mean that's that's a hundred percent true in, in my opinion. Uh, okay, so heel turn. It's not what they needed. Face turn. This feud's great. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, because I'm reading it kind of how you read read it, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna go face turn. Even though it's not what NXT needed, uh, this feud is great. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, uh, I think it's what uh, keeps NXT going. You know, yeah. why NXT is the best promotion yeah. uh, out there. It, it's know? definitely a smart way to go right. uh, coming out of uh, NXT TakeOver yeah. and with uh, Tommaso Ciampa's neck injury. So it's definitely right. a really smart way to do it, for sure. And on that note, that's why I'm turning face here, too, mm-hmm. is because yeah. I do feel like you do need to have some kind of... Um, Oh, what's the word? Continuity. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to uh, to go after. Oh, are you WWE's new continuity? Yeah, editor? continuity. Editor. Uh, I mean, not saying I didn't fill out an application, <laughs> but um, I filled out an application. Uh, so yes, uh, I think that yes, you, what you want to have is Johnny needs to continue to look strong after Takeover, but you still have. You know, Undisputed Air in the background. And they had a very interesting segment. They attacked Johnny on the latest episode of NXT. Um, and, well, I'm sorry, it's more specifically, Roderick Strong attacked Johnny Gargano after this mm-hmm. latest episode of NXT, mm-hmm. uh, which actually set up a match for next week. Mm-hmm. So we'll get Johnny Gargano. I don't know if he's defending the title against Roderick Strong. He might be. He might be defending the title. I don't see strong. him defending the title. I don't um, know. It's possible. Yeah, he, yeah, Johnny's a fighting champion. Yeah, that's true. So, that's so, true. So, yeah. so Johnny, Johnny will maybe possibly, who knows, defend the title against Roderick Strong on next week's episode. But there's just, I don't know, there's something about Adam Cole's face when William Regal told them that it was going to be Roderick Strong facing Johnny and mm. not uh, 
you know, not Adam Cole. <coughs> so, Bebe. Yeah. Bebe. So, let's see what happens mm-hmm. there. Keep your eyes peeled. There you go. Peeled. Yeah, you peeled. Got, you got, got a little bit of that Naito Tranquilo eye looking. Yeah. 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 Um, Let's talk about AEW just real quick here. Mm-hmm. AEW double, double or nothing. I believe it's scheduled for May 25th, and you've actually got WWE Money in the Bank scheduled the week before on May 19th. I actually got the dates here right. mixed up. My bad, guys. No, you can. Uh, but yeah, no. So Double or Nothing is May 25th. Uh, Money in the Bank is May 29th. Face turn, heel turn, Double or Nothing will be a better show than WWE's Money in the Bank. Is there anything bigger than a face turn? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, That's kind of where uh, I'm at as well. Uh, 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 no, Double or Nothing would be, oh my goodness, look at that card. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> oh so, so, so we've pulled up the card here. Uh, we've got Hangman Adam Page versus Pac, uh, <laughs> formerly known as Neville. Uh, we've got SoCal Uncensored, which is Christopher Daniels, Frankie Kazarian, Scorpio Sky versus Shima, and uh, two competitors uh, from OWE who have been unnamed so far, but we've heard a lot of hype about these OWE guys, and Shima's a legend. He trained the Young Bucks, mm-hmm. um, and, and he was a legend in Dragon Gate, so I have no doubt that this is going to be a fantastic uh, six-man tag match. Um, we've got Dr. Britt Baker... Versus Nyla Rose versus Kylie Ray. I've heard a lot about all three of these ladies here. Um, Britt Baker was the first official uh, woman signed on uh, as part of their talent roster. So there a lot of big hype for Britt Baker here. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, Cody versus Dustin, yep. uh, which yep. should tear the house down. Tear the house um, down. Uh, we've got an over-the-budget battle royal. Uh, with some some guys like uh, Ace Romero and uh, Brian Pillman Jr. You may remember Brian Pillman. Uh, yeah. Uh, MJF, Joey Janela. A lot of these guys are going to be on there uh, on the Over the Budget Battle Royal. Um, a huge tag team match here. The Young Bucks will defend the AAA uh, World Tag Team Championships, the, the, uh, from AAA from Mexico, of course. Uh, versus the Lucha Bros, the, the the tag team that they took the titles off of in a last-minute matchup. So Lucha Bros, Pentagon Jr., and Ray Phoenix, these two teams have faced each other all across America, Ooh. all in Mexico. Ooh. It's going to be a crazy I don't. Match. I mean, I don't even know if, I mean, the if the question should even be, will any match of money in the bank be better than the first match? Adam, <laughs> first match of double or nothing. Yeah, yeah. Adam Page versus Pac, formerly Neville. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's going to be a good Face match. And then, and then let's not forget Chris Jericho versus Kenny Omega in the rematch from Wrestle Kingdom 12 will be headlining the pay-per-view. Oh, my God. So... That's, that's just what? Yeah, th- th- this I mean, is this is face turn all it, the way. Yeah, face, is this, I think this is unanimous. Yeah. unanimous We're just going to go face turn here. Even... Uh, face at, turn here. Rather. You don't even need to look at the cards. If you, if you it, like it, wrestling, or if you don't even know that you like wrestling... Yeah. Double or nothing yeah. is no, what you need for to For me, you don't even need to look <laughs> at the card here. Uh, one of the the reasons uh, Double or Nothing will be, quote-unquote, better than Money in the Bank is really just what it represents. Yep. You know? Change. It, change. change. Change is coming. Change. There, There is a new big dog in the yard. 
with <laughs> AEW, and uh, yeah, and his name's Kenny Omega. His name is Kenny Omega. <laughs> yeah, no. So yeah. even even yeah. putting the cards aside yeah. and the matches aside, just look at what Double or Nothing represents. It's gonna be huge. I think yep. they, AEW is, will will not change the game so much, and and uh, you know knock down so many barriers. Yeah. Um, that it will it will make money in the bank, which will probably be a good pay per view. Yeah, it will make it seem routine. Yep, which is I think what we're exactly. all trying to say. Yeah, and it, I, it will make it seem routine. And, and and here's one thing that I think is really underrated about looking over this uh, AEW Double or Nothing card. There's not ten matches on it. Yep. I'm not going to feel exhausted by the time no. this is over. No. This is seven really good matches yep. that will have a lot of really good time to tell stories in the middle of the ring yes. with. And the show is going to probably run seamlessly. It'll probably be about three hours long. Yep. And I'll feel pretty good about myself after watching it. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So yes. I th- I think yeah, I think we're unanimous here. Face turn all the way. Yep. AEW Double or Nothing will be a must see show here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, last but not least, uh, let's address uh, the rumor that's been going around since late last night. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a show um, last night out of WKE. MKE. Uh, I'm sorry, MKE. My bad, guys. Uh, professional we- wrestling in, I believe that's uh, Minnesota? No. Uh, Wisconsin. 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 Yeah. I'm I'm so sorry. Um, so there was a match uh, that involved Ace Steel. A masked man came from backstage yep. wearing a hoodie, uh, wearing a mask. Uh, he also <laughs> wore some sweatpants yep, yep. and some gray shoes with red shoelaces. So this masked wrestler came into the ring and gave a go to sleep to Ace Steel's opponent. And he rolled a steel over and uh, got the three count and split just, the heck out of there. Just for some visuals, gentlemen, a guy uh, that looked like he was about my size walked into a ring, <laughs> lifted up a guy about twice his size. Yep. You're not a big guy. Just, just to and, give and <laughs> give you some visual context. Just to give you some more visual and, context and Jay, go to sleep, the guy. <laughs> J. Rod's probably about six foot, six foot one, perhaps, and a, probably about within around a hundred and sixty pounds. One sixty, one sixty. I would say, the guy yeah. looked like he was about my size. <laughs> picked up a wrestler and dropped him like a paperweight. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, uh, I'm gonna it, give you about three guesses who that was. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, um, uh, we. Booking, by the way, yeah, great yeah. booking. Great you, booking. You, you can see the video, and we're awesome a, a, a plug here. Uh, you can see the clipping here at MKE underscore wrestling on Twitter. So, again, that's under uh, at M as in Mary K Kilo E Echo underscore wrestling on Twitter. You can find this clip here. Now, there were some fans who did some extra digging on Twitter, and guess what. They, oh, they, oh, 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 and before the reveal, I want to uh, say, okay. that's exactly, the what I just described is exactly what you're going to see when you watch the video. A man looked look like my size walked in yeah. and dropped the guy. Yeah. So when we're talking with the theme of this podcast and just overall being booking, Ugh. that was ridiculous. That's that's all I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it was a guy of a certain shape and size. <laughs> a certain shape and size. Um, uh, now... <laughs> Some people, some sleuths, some detectives on some cyber sleuths, uh, some cyber sleuths on Reddit did some digging around, and you'll never guess what they found. 
they found out that a certain gentleman named uh, a certain punk, if you will, punk. <laughs> was actually in Wisconsin at the time at that of at or near that event mm-hmm. wearing the same exact hoodie yep. that our masked assailant wore. Yep. Now I also have a quote here from a certain punk. <laughs> uh, when asked about a possible uh, WWE in-ring return, he said, quote, WWE? No, absolutely not. But you never know. I could pop up here and there. And let me explain that to you even better. It's not going to be televised. It's going to be me in a ninja effing outfit wrestling one of my buddies and no one's ever going to know. It's going to be very, quote, Monty Python, end quote, so to speak. So, we what we know here, Ace Steel trained CM Punk. Mm-hmm. Uh, CM Punk was in or around that event that evening, and CM Punk wore the same hoodie that same day. Mm-hmm. So... My question to you here, gentlemen, to close out face turn, heel turn. CM Punk will wrestle competitively again. I'm uh, I'm face turn here. Yeah. Uh, and I'll carry into the bonus of which promotion. Yeah, bonus here. Which promotion would it be for? If, I think. Yes. I think the highest bidder excluding WWE. You know, um, I just think it's, I think it's, it's, it's in his blood and he wants some creative, free... I mean, obviously, if he's getting booked like that to run out look like a regular dude and and toss someone, yeah. uh, he wants creative, out-of-the-box thinking uh, uh, booking. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, uh, and he wants something anti-WWE. So I'm thinking probably uh, AEW. Um, or even I could see... Something like this in New Japan, although he may be a little too, it may be a little too flashy mm. for him. I, I think CM Punk wants to come out and just be kind of dark. Yeah. Well, to know? to that extent, though, uh, CM Punk with his recent MMA training may find that the striking and yeah. more martial yeah. arts style that uh, yeah, and, and, like and yeah. heavy psychology that New Japan presents yeah. could be a great landing spot yeah. for yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. I can just see him not being interested in the bright lights. Because I'll be honest, I love that about <laughs> New Japan, but yeah, them lights are bright. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Them boy, them dudes come out. Man. Them, they come, yo, they come out in some some intros. Yeah, Steve, <laughs> superstar. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna face turn on this. Uh, I I think there there is no possible way that CM Punk will not wrestle competitively again, whether that be in a small promotion or a big promotion. Um, I mean, he's been out of WWE for what? How many years? Five years. Five years. And, and he's still a huge name in the industry. Yeah. You know, and he hasn't really even done anything. He, yeah. He's done some interviews. He went to MMA for a little bit. Uh, but he hasn't really done that much involving it. But right. he's still a huge name. Yeah. Uh, so I... I 100% see him wrestling competitively again. I would think that he would go to AEW just because uh, his character and his wrestling style fits a little bit more with an American promotion, I think. Um, And and with AEW, they seem to be uh, really hammering in the point of creative freedom with with a lot of their uh, with a lot of their talent. So, do I see him wrestling competitively again? Absolutely. Uh, Bonus question: I'm going to AEW. Yeah. I think that um, this is tough. Um, 
I'm going to say yes with some caveats here. I think it would have to be a very, very big event, a very big deal, and I think he would want to be well taken care of. Uh, so I'm going face turn on this here. Um, he's just gotten out of a one really big lawsuit with WWE. He's in the middle of another lawsuit with his former friend Colt Cabana right now over some legal fees that need to be paid. Um, so the whole thing's a uh, very um, uh, it's it's very unfortunate, really. Um, but he is. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to say he's friends with the Young Bucks and and those in the elite. Uh, but he's very, um, I mean, he's, he's close enough with them to where they recognize him and that they talk uh, fairly frequently. Yeah. So I would say yes. Uh, I mean, I would say that he, if AEW gave him a big enough check and if, a, and if they made it look attractive enough and they took care of him financially, I have no doubt that he would want to do this competitively again. Yeah. Uh, just real quick. Uh, we're going to uh, just talk about some matches of the week that we that uh, that we enjoyed. Um, I would say, with what it's worth, uh, the matches that uh, that we had here for Raw uh, and for SmackDown, definitely both Finn Balor matches were great. They're, those are must check out matches. Um, so on Raw, it was against Andrade. On SmackDown, it was Mustafa Ali. So, oh, nice. uh, yeah, if you've if you've got uh, Hulu, you can check out both of those matches uh, on Hulu. Again, that's uh, Raw was Andrade versus Balor, and um, SmackDown was Mustafa Ali and Finn Balor on NXT. Definitely a must see match there. Uh, Buddy Murphy faced the Velveteen Dream Ooh. for the North American title. That was a really, really good match. Oh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, Buddy Murphy brought his A game, and Velveteen Dream, he, he never doesn't bring his A no. game. He's uh, always on. He's always on. Yeah. Uh, so that was a really great match. A lot of people were saying five stars. I'm not sure, but it was fantastic nonetheless. Um, and then yesterday I saw an awesome match. Uh, it, uh, New Japan. Uh, so if you subscribe to New Japan World, definitely check out Kota Ibushi defending the IWGP Intercontinental Championship against Zack Sabre Jr. That was a wickedly good match. Uh, the story was really quite simple. Zack Sabre Jr. is this guy who submits everybody. Yeah, He submits the best. He submitted Tanahashi at the ace. You know, uh, will, would he submit Kota Ibushi as well? That was the question. Uh, so it was really great striker versus uh, submission artist uh, kind of dynamic. I found it to be really enjoyable. Right that one was was also uh, really up there as well. So definitely those four matches, guys. Check those out. Uh, again, for Hulu subscribers, you can find the Raw and SmackDown matches on Hulu. Uh, for WWE Network subscribers, you can find the NXT match with Buddy Murphy and, and um, Velveteen Dream on NXT TV this week. I'm going to have to check that one out. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm about to put it on actually. Uh, and then the uh, for New Japan World subscribers, or if you haven't subscribed to them already and you're a big fan of wrestling, check out New Japan World. It's only about eight bucks a month, um, and you would definitely be able to find the Kota Ibushi um, Zack Saber Jr. match. Um, quick injury report as well, guys. Uh, Daniel O'Brien still out with an undisclosed injury. Uh, he's been out since WrestleMania. There's not anything that we have heard more from 
kind of worrisome. Uh, but I honestly, I, I think at this point, I, I think it's a, a good thing that we haven't heard anything about it. Perhaps uh, just because if it was something that that was yeah that's going to be really serious um, and, and have him out for a while, I think we would have heard about it already. To be honest, I, I hope so. And perhaps this as well. I mean, I mean, I'm not trying to make light of a possible serious injury, mm. but if they're doing this for story purposes, where they can bring Daniel Bryan back. To SmackDown, I mean, he's still going to be a big part of SmackDown. He's still a big name that people would know and recognize when Mm -hmm. they go to Fox. So whenever they want to bring him back, that'd be fantastic. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we definitely wish all the best for Daniel Bryan right now as he's recovering from injury. Absolutely. Uh, Let's wrap up with our mailbag section just real quick, guys. We got a a question here from the Philly Sports Passion Podcast. I'm sorry. Again, that's Philly Sports Passion Podcast podcast again that's uh if you find them on twitter that's philly sp podcast they asked two questions today do you find it odd shane mcmahon is using the best in the world gimmick it's like they're you they're asking for cm punk chance remember shane wasn't with the company when punk left not saying punk is coming back to wwe but just a bit odd I think what 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 perhaps they're asking here, um, obviously, do you find it odd that Shane's being called the best in the world in light of CM Punk? I find that odd, but um, but it, it also falls under uh, more coincidental because as we covered, you know, he's most likely going to AEW. Um, he'd, he'd be going elsewhere. At yeah, least. He'd, yeah, he'd be going. Yeah. He'd be going elsewhere. He's mm-hmm. not. Uh, you know, if, if if he comes back at all. Um, so I, you know, if anything, yeah, it could it could be a, an attempt at trolling. Mm, uh, I was just you know, thinking the same you know, word, trolling his gimmick to kind of you know you know if you can't get him, bring him down mm-hmm, type mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah, you know, no. maybe there's an anticipation. You know, yeah, that yeah, could be going somewhere. No, for me, uh, I think this is uh, coincidental. Honestly, yeah. uh, I think this is just something like, hey. Call him the best in the world. The crowd will hate that. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't necessarily think there there's a relation to CM Punk, uh, just because CM Punk wouldn't go back to WWE. Uh, so I don't think that they did it specifically uh, with CM Punk in mind at all. Personally. Now, I was gonna say, I, I was gonna say, uh, not though not as obvious. Um, it, it's not outside a realm of WWE's history to do this. They did something like this when uh, when Vince bought WCW. Mm. Um, he sort of ran an angle that Shane bought it. Remember that angle? Yep. And he yep. sort of took it over. So I'm not saying, you know, I'm just saying it could be a, a way of trolling to cover their bases, considering obviously if we found the hype about CM Punk, yeah. then I'm sure Absolutely. They, if, they, they would know a lot more behind the scenes. If they did it, specifically because of CM Punk, that's as far as it would go. It would be trolling. I do think that it is somewhat superficial trolling because they're like, hey, CM Punk fans are really going to hate it if we start calling Shane the best yeah. in the world. Yes. You know, like, you know, and yeah. they, they chant CM Punk all the time. Let's have some fun. Yeah. You know, let, let's call him the best in the world because he, he won, uh, he, 
in a sham of a tournament in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I, I, I could see it being... This, Which is a good this, troll. That's a good troll. It, it is yeah. good trolling yeah. by them, yeah. yes. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't think there's anything to CM Punk coming to WWE no. at all in no. the near future. No. Um, uh, Philly Sports Passion po- Podcast also gave us a second uh, question here. Um, also wrestling related, of course. How successful can AEW be? And Steven, you answered this earlier, mm-hmm. uh, pretty much perfectly. Yeah. I mean, uh, for me, the, with AEW, sky's the limit. Uh, mm-hmm. it's really how much, uh, time and money and booking are they willing to put into it? Uh, it, if, if this is, uh, a WWE level promotion mm-hmm. with, with the, the pay-per-views, the weekly episodes, everything like that. Um, it, it can be as big as WWE, if not bigger. Well, I was honestly, say was uh, it can be highly successful. Um, and what I'll say is, they have a chance to get on the level of mm-hmm. WCW. Yeah, and honestly, WCW to give some perspective, WCW had the chance to topple mm-hmm. WWE or WWF at the time. Uh, were had they not given their title belt to David Arquette. Mm. You know, <laughs> that's, you know, that, uh, that was... That's another yeah. story for another time, another time, story for another time. Yeah, another story for another but, uh, time, ladies but and gentlemen. But AEW has a chance to to get that successful, and I look forward to them obviously not making that same vital mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, And I don't think they will, obviously, but that that's what we're talking about here. Yeah. That's the... That's the the calm before the storm. That's the wave we see along the horizon. Yep. yep. I mean this this will you know? be this will be a big time uh, uh, organization. How big it is, it's it's uh, it's up to you know uh, kind of like the both of y'all said, up to how much time and effort and organization that they put into this. They've got all the right pieces in play. They've got yeah. all the right players yeah. here. Uh, they've got guys like Jr. Uh, who oh. are vastly experienced. I am uh, so. So happy about that. Yeah. When, when JR left the commentating team, I was super, super sad. And so yeah. we're, we're going to get some wrestling comment, commentary from him again. Yeah. I'm super excited. Yeah. And, and then you've also got uh, Billy Gunn backstage, mm-hmm. who's another guy with a long term experience. We talked about Dustin earlier, who he's another guy with. 30 plus years of experience brings a lot, brings a lot. And then you've got guys who are, you know, well on the prime of their careers, like Cody and Kenny and the young bucks, the Lucha bros, page, Adam page. Uh, yeah. Pentagon and Phoenix there. I mean, I know that we keep talking about them as a tag team, but as individual wrestlers too, they're fantastic. Absolutely. Uh, Pentagon is uh, again, probably one of the most brutal guys I've ever seen step between the ropes. One of the more brutal luchadors. And then Phoenix, He's he's the biggest champion in, in Mexico right now. Mm-hmm. Like like you know he's he's got all the gold. So it's really awesome seeing um, the roster how they've built it, the partnerships that they have. I uh, uh, Pac is there mm-hmm. is signed on with them. So I really look forward to how they keep building and continuing this. Yeah, what um, I can say is they will bring to the mainland uh, the wrestling that. You know, wrestling fans have been looking for. Yeah. And mainstream non wrestling fans didn't know. Right. Yeah. They were interested. Yeah. Well, for sure. And a bit of a hot take here. I mean, a lot of, um, 
and I, and I hate calling people out like this, but a lot of like really hardcore WWE fans will be like, well, AEW is just a t-shirt company. They're not a real wrestling company until they mm-hmm. actually have a show. And it's like, well, okay, mm-hmm. that's, that's fine. AEW doesn't have a TV slot just yet. Not that one's announced, yeah. but it's inevitable at yeah. this point. Yeah. They're going to become the next biggest wrestling organization next to WWE. It's yep. just a matter of and time. Yep. It's, it's and, when. You know, so yeah. um, what's going to be very interesting is if you start to see a dynamic shift between all of the viewers that are uh, that have been staying with WWE, if they shift over and start watching AEW more, yeah. uh, where w, if, that, if that hardcore fan base from WWE starts to erode and they've already lost people who went away a long time ago, yeah. and those people start tuning into AEW, that could spell real big trouble for WWE. Well, that's, 100%. that's what WCW did, right? right? And I'm not... I it, mean, well, it pulled, it right? pulled away, right. you know, average and hardcore fans. And I don't think any of us here are pro or anti any of these companies no no but i mean we just really enjoy wrestling i mean i'm yeah. pro all companies yeah we, uh, we just want really good wrestling yeah. right yeah. so i mean at the end of the day you know it's going to be very very interesting and i think we're just about on the knife's edge here as to what we're going to expect from AEW. yeah gentlemen any final thoughts before we tip our hats for the evening um say uh road dog Listen careful to us. Oh goodness. Good friends tell you the truth. Yeah. Yeah. True. They're called the War Raiders. They are. Hanson. Yeah. And Roe. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think going forward for reviews, I'm apologizing <laughs> in advance. I will not be referring to them as the Viking Experience, Ivar or Eric. I will always continue to refer to them as the War Raiders and Hanson and Rowe. Why, Tanner? So, because the Viking experience isn't real. It's not real. Also, it, because it, that's their it, name. It's fake. And that the War Raiders and Hanson and Rowe are their names. And the Viking experience is a dumb name objectively. Absolutely. Yep. Gentlemen, yes. any any other final thoughts before we before we go? Um, I just look forward, like you said, we're on a knife's edge of AEW, and I I look forward to their growth and success. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yes. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we bid you adieu. Uh, Again, to my left, Mixmaster producer and extraordinaire, J-Raw. Yo, yo. And uh, the, the, the one and only, Mr. Stephen Grudy. Again, my name's Tanner. Check us out, um, you know, on Twitter at Headlock Talk. Again, that's at Headlock Talk. Uh, you can find us on email for our mailbag section at headlocktalk at gmail.com. So if you want to write in for our mailbag section, just hit us up and say, hey, can you talk about this? We'd mm-hmm. love to hear from you. For sure. Don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, also to hit that subscribe button that you see right there on that screen. You're looking at it right now. I can see you. I can see you through the camera on your phone. <laughs> Hit that subscribe button. We're available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and YouTube. We're getting really up there. We want to thank everybody who's followed us on Twitter this week. We reached over 550 followers Woo-hoo! on Twitter. So we Let's want to go. give you guys a personal thank you. Yes, thank uh, you. And a shout-out. Round of applause for you guys. Thank Round you of applause. Thank you guys for everything and all your support. We love doing this for you. Uh, and again, don't forget to, like I said, hit that subscribe button and stay tuned for more great content. We love building and growing oh, with you guys. And final thought, progress. 
Yeah. Shout out to That's my money. Get at me. Shout out to Progress Wrestling. <laughs> J-Ross got your money. Uh, I'll give him your address here, guys. <laughs> Thanks again. My name is Tanner. You guys have a great night. Later, y'all. Kicking it in the sticks or kicking it at home. Lounge in upholstery with a contemporary feel designed for relaxed living with the Brantley Gilbert Collection at Morris Home. Enter online at morrisathome.com slash win for your chance to win a guitar personally autographed by Brantley Gilbert or one of many Morris Home gift cards to upgrade your home today. That's morrisathome.com slash win for your chance to win from Morris Home. I'm a cover girl. I'm a cover girl. I'm a cover girl too. Because I use CoverGirl Simply Ageless Liquid Foundation, America's number one anti-aging foundation brand. Simply Ageless is skincare and makeup in one. It instantly reduces the look of wrinkles and even skin tone. With hyaluronic complex and vitamin C for plump skin and a healthy youthful glow. So be a cover girl like me. And me. And get better skin at any age. Try Simply Ageless Liquid Foundation. From easy, breezy, beautiful CoverGirl. Cover girl.